Hey, girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Caller. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hello, 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 podcast fam, and welcome back for another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Today is a special day again because we've got another epic guest joining us on the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Her name is Kelsey Mead, and you guys, I have to tell you, this woman screams passion, energy, excitement, happiness, all the things, and I know you are going to love listening to her on this interview. But first, let me tell you a little bit about Kelsey. She is a wife and mother of two and online health and fitness coach. She's passionate about helping women achieve their dreams and lead a more purposeful, vibrant life. And she has this rule breaker method that she has helped hundreds of women ditch the diet, find their worth apart from the scale, and achieve the confidence they want around food and, most importantly, with themselves. If that doesn't get you excited, then I hope that this energy and excitement by me does. Let's go ahead and dive on into this episode of our podcast. All right. Hello, damn happy, damn healthy fam. We are here with Kelsey, and I am so excited to dive into this interview, you guys. As I was saying in the intro, this girl has so much passion, so much fire, and I have to laugh a little bit because every single guest that I have on the podcast is somehow connected to Megan, who was one of my first guests and my business coach on the podcast. And I just laugh because she's created such this incredible circle of women for me. I'm like, thanks, Meg, for surrounding me with all these amazing humans. And Kelsey, you being one of them, I am so excited to dive into this. I'm going to go ahead and just start by saying, like, introduce yourself, tell us what you do, and we'll just dive on into things right away. Welcome. Awesome. Thank you, Chelsea. And I think just to your point, isn't it so cool what can happen when women just come together and, you know, you're like-minded and you have that tribe and you just connect on such a deeper level. Um, So shout out Meg, bless you. (laughs) Absolutely. Love you, Meg. It's so true though. It's like, we have like developed a circle of people and it's all through like this, like inner, the interwebs, like it's all online. And, but how like, how amazing we are about supporting each other and reaching out to each other and just like having the same belief. It's it's just incredible. We could do an entire other podcast on that, which maybe we might have to later. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. So once again, thank you for having me on the show. Super excited to dive into this conversation. Like Chelsea said, I am Kelsey Mead. I'm a healthy lifestyle coach. I specialize in helping women break up with the dieting rules and the dieting mentality and find food freedom. And more than that, just find freedom to be who they are in their skin. So I think this is going to be an amazing conversation and I'm really excited to dive into it. Oh, me too. So I love what you do. And I feel like after having followed you and gotten to know you, we have a very similar, um, approach when it comes to health and fitness and just really helping women find that freedom and, break up with the scale and feel like they can find their like healthiest, happiest, most confident selves without flipping their lives 
upside down. But I have to ask you, like, where did this all start for you? Tell us a little bit about Kelsey. I feel like we all have like our own health and fitness journey. And I think that there are probably women out there who can relate to so many different ones, but it's always nice to hear like what someone went through to get to this like um, position now, like you're a health and fitness coach, you're inspiring women, but what inspired you to, to get here? Yeah. And I think the beauty of that is we all have a story. We all have something that set off this chain of events to our own health and fitness journey. And mine was really the awareness that comes with seeing your body, um, back in high school, I guess is when it all began for me and just having that awareness of my body and maybe how my body was different to the images that were being presented to me. I mean, back in the age of not having a cell phone, um, (laughs) it was all media driven and magazine driven and, and just even peers and things like that. And I think for me, it really started in recognizing that my legs were a little bit bigger than other people's and not really understanding that I had more of an athletic build or I was more muscular. It just in my mind was fat. You're so fat. You're so big. You need to change this. You need to fix this. And I think that's kind of when the early obsession began for me with food and the scale and exercising and changing my body. Right. Yeah. And, and when that wasn't enough for me anymore. And I wasn't really getting the satisfaction from that, which is crazy to say it took a turn, a deeper turn into binging and purging in college and really just not being satisfied with, with who I was and always trying to fix myself or control the situation or manipulate some form of change that I thought would bring me happiness. And I think my biggest wake up call came my junior year of college when I, I became pregnant with my oldest daughter. And I think for me, this was a blessing in disguise that absolutely sent my life in a different direction. Because at this point, it's the realization that this isn't about me anymore. And I can't be selfish in this pursuit of a perfect body image or whatever it was that was motivating my behavior. It really just became, this is about you and someone else. This is, this is another life. That is so powerful. And that realization, I'm sure so many moms out there listening to this can resonate with that. I am not a mom yet, but I do aspire to be one day. And I love that you, you had that you had that realization and also just that you're so honest about it and that you're honest with your story and saying that, because I think so often those thoughts that you just said out loud, like, why do my legs look this way? Like, why, why don't I look like those models? Like, I think a lot of times part of like one of like our major confidence issues as women is that we don't vocalize that shit that we like hear or that we're, we're saying in our mind. And we constantly are being told all this stuff on the media and constantly seeing all these things. And like, you should look like this. You shouldn't look like this. And we have all these, all this hatred. And I feel like the, one of the biggest steps in getting past it is saying it out loud and being willing to just like, be like, this is what I struggle with. And this is what I used to struggle with. And I think by you saying that it helps more women realize that it's okay to say the things that you struggled with, say the reasons why you weren't happy in your current body and 
but also be honest with like what what kind of pulled you out of that. So as far as all of this goes, do you think that you're I want to kind of talk about weight loss and I want to talk about how there's such a correlation to weight and the scale and health and happiness. And I've seen you talk about this a lot on your social media and talking about weight and how we're constantly tiring, tying our health, our worth and all the things to that number we see when we step on the scale. And let's like, this is such a corrupted, (laughs) a corrupted vision of health and happiness and all the things. And I think you do a really good job of kind of talking about this. So let's dive into that a little bit and go from there. Yeah, hundred percent. And I love where this conversation is going because while I decided to make this change and I call it my first line in the sand where enough was enough, I couldn't keep starving myself. I couldn't keep binging and purging. I couldn't keep destroying my body and hating my body. I consider that my first line in the sand, but that doesn't mean the journey ended there. It wasn't just like I flipped the switch and suddenly I'm here where I am and everything is great. No, it took a really solid, you know, five to seven years after that to improve my relationship with food, fitness, the scale myself. And I think bringing it back to weight loss, I think for me, It was realizing that I needed to stop signing up for challenges or doing a fad diet or expecting to lose X amount of pounds and releasing the pressure of having weight loss be the goal. And I know that sounds crazy and easier said than done, but the moment you make that shift where the number doesn't matter, that is the birth birth place of growth. And for me, it was going back to where did all of this start? Well, it started with an obsession on the scale, because if I Mm -hmm. could have weighed that perfect weight, then I'd be happy. But I will tell you right now, I am five, eight. And at my lowest on that scale, I think I saw one twelve. weight, weight loss does not Mm -hmm. equal health. No. And I want to make that very effing clear. Weight loss does not equal health. And I think oftentimes we need to be very honest with ourselves about what we want. Do Mm -hmm. we want health and happiness or do we want to drop a couple pounds? Because Mm -hmm. what does Mm -hmm. dropping that couple pounds actually mean to us? What is that Mm -hmm. actually going to, to bring us? And I think anytime it's a situation of if this, then this, you're missing the boat completely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I can totally relate from the standpoint of just like stepping on the scale. And the thing is, and my sister and I have actually had this conversation and it's so, it's so messed up. It's so corrupted. The whole idea of the scale, like having that goal weight, like I want to weigh this, this amount of pounds and let's say you make it there. And then all of a sudden that's not good enough. And you want to make it a little bit lower. Oh, well, I made it this far. Like, why not try and lose a couple more pounds? Like, it's it's like no matter what you weigh. And I, I used to be in this mentality. I used to feel like, oh, like, I want to weigh this, I want to weigh, uh, let's say 115 pounds. I don't weigh that. <laughs> like, I want to weigh 115 pounds. And I had like that goal. Yet, you get there or you you somehow get close to there and then all of a sudden that weight is no longer like 
good enough. And then you think back to like, then you, you gain 10 pounds, let's say, and you weigh 125 pounds. And then you're like, ugh, like, but you feel in your head and in your mind the same way at 125 as you do 115, not satisfied. Like that's, that's what drives me so crazy as far as the scale goes and the whole like corrupted society, like the way we kind of think about it and correlate it to health when really they're, they're not, they're, they're not related in the grand scheme of things. If we're thinking about like what we, what we really want, like, is it confidence that you want? Well, a number on a scale isn't going to give you confidence because you're going to feel the same way. Yeah. It's just, it's nuts. (laughs) It's the biggest mind fuck out there. And it's the biggest thing. If you can break the chains on that scale and set yourself free, just think of all you have to gain. Mm -hmm. from that. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, Chelsea, and I am a firm believer in this, that being uncomfortable in your skin and not feeling good about who you are is a universal feeling. And it doesn't matter if you are 300 pounds and uncomfortable in your body, or you are 115 pounds (sighs) and uncomfortable in your body, that feeling is the same. So we need to really make that shift that it's not about size. It's not about weight. It's about how we are taking care of ourselves because health Mm -hmm. is multifaceted. Health is Mm -hmm. what's going on in our heart, what's going on in our head, what's going on in our environment. It's more than just how we can make our body look. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I have to ask you, so in correlation to all this, and it's all so, I feel like we could talk about just the scale for like hours because it is like such an obsession. And I think it's really, really easy to say that like many, 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 like millions of women have went through this. Like I'm raising my hand, like I have had a bad relationship with the scale at a point in my life. And I look back and I'm like, what the hell was I doing, thinking, and and I'm not going to even pr- sit here and pretend like I don't at sometimes fall fall um, guilty to letting the scale determine my mood or determine and and but I catch myself now. I catch myself from letting that impact me. So if you were talking or speaking to like a past version of yourself or a client or some woman who is so tied ties so closely her worth and that number she sees on the scale, what are some steps that you would give her to like really help like ditch, like start to sever that relationship? Well, I think one of the first and foremost things that you need to recognize is what is it worth? Mm -hmm. What is weighing yourself every single day or multiple times a day? And really just reminding yourself that, the scale is nothing more than a tool and you aren't powerless. And I say that with full passion and confidence that you are not powerless to change. You are not powerless to stop weighing yourself every day. You are not powerless to stop playing the victim in your life. So it's really when you cut, cut to the core of it, breaking up with the victim mentality and saying, I don't want to put myself through this suffering anymore because it's Mm -hmm. not worth it to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it to me to feel miserable every day by freaking choice. I mean, 
like mind blown. It's like, I think one day I was like, I guess my second line in the sand was enough is enough. I'm not going to tie my worth to this stupid number when Mm -hmm. I'm smart enough to know that it fluctuates and it changes. And I understand that. And I would tell my best friend that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I need to raise my hand and be responsible to believe that in my own life as well. And I think that was, that was for me. Um, I think when I really started to break up with the scale first and, you know, as you know, I have a whole process called rule breaker method that I walk women through all of these steps of finding worth outside of external things. Mm-hmm. Um, and finding that validation within themselves. And I think that was when it really started to change for me. I think I just had a, a raw conversation with myself, which I think is something that we're afraid to do and put ourselves in that vulnerable place. But it really is in that vulnerable place mm-hmm. that we start to sever that relationship. And for me, yes. it was come hell or high water, this number isn't going to matter to me anymore mm-hmm. because my mission in life, I was not put on this planet to be a professional weight loss losser. You know, it's like, it's like, we really have to come back to our identity and who we are and what we're here for. And I guarantee that nobody, no woman on this earth was created to just lose weight. That wasn't mm-hmm. her mission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what that brought up for me? This is all, it's so interesting how everything in life intertwines so much. I was having a conversation with my business coach, Megan, who we were talking about earlier the other day, and we were talking about just like life. And she challenged me to write down all the things that I like really desire and want in my life. And I think that And we were talking about it from like a business perspective and a life perspective about some like limiting beliefs around business that I was having. So um, I kind of flipped that and I'm thinking about that in my mind in regard to health and fitness and happiness and just like life in general. If you really think about all the things that we want in our life, if you give someone a journal and you prompt them to write down, like take five minutes, if you're listening to this, do this, <laughs> if this is something you're struggling with, but take five minutes and write down all the things that that mean the most to you in your life, all the things that you really want, like your, your dream, like this is how you want to live, this is what you want to be doing. I would almost guarantee in that list, no person, unless you really, if, and if, if you are someone who feels this way, then I suggest that you reach out to someone for help or support, but no person is going to be like, I weigh this much. Right. Or no person (laughs) is going to write down. I really want to gain and lose the same 10 pounds. Yes. No. It really lights my soul on fire. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. The goal of weight loss is never the goal. And I think that's what I want to make really clear as part of this conversation is even if you want to lose weight, that is the byproduct of taking healthy actions. So Mm -hmm. the goal is never the goal. And it took me a really long time to realize this. And it, you know, it takes some inner work and some self-reflection and asking yourself, what do I really want? Because sometimes I think we're afraid to ask ourselves what we want, what we really Mm -hmm. want. So we go Mm -hmm. after the surface level goal of weight loss and it feels really nice for a little bit until it doesn't and, and snowballs into some sort of obsession or doesn't. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. 
but I think at the end of the day, what we really want when we peel back all the layers is health and happiness and a fulfilling life Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to smile more and laugh more and, you know, just not be so focused on the things that really don't add value to our life. Yeah. And I love that you said like, what do you really want? Because honestly, it's like, that is such a powerful question because I I love how you call weight loss a byproduct because that, that you could have not used, that's a really great way to say it. And I've never heard anybody say that. So <laughs> I love that. But, um, it's also like, what do you really want? Like, of course, the health and the happiness and all the things, but do you want to feel more energized when you're like running around in the yard with your kid? Do you want to put a swimsuit on and not like have like anxiety or fear around it? Do you want like all of that? Sure. Like getting to those goals, weight loss will be like a byproduct of that. Should you take the action to fuel your body, um, exercise and do things that are going to like make you feel better about doing those things. But like those goals, you're not saying like, that's what you really want. It's not what like the weight loss is not what you really want. You want the weight loss because, and you focus on the number because you think it's going to help you achieve something else. It's going to make you feel a certain way. Oh yeah. That was good. (laughs) Yeah. And it, it really is. Weight loss is a byproduct. It's a happy accident of taking better care of yourself. Happy accident. Like, plain and simple. And if you uh-huh. make it a happy accident, and what I what I love about this whole conversation is the lifestyle is ultimately the goal. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. if, crazy thought, we make our health and happiness the goal and we focus on doing the things that make us feel better and we focus on paying attention to the foods that drain us and sustain us and we focus on how our relationships are improving because we're speaking kindly to ourselves, and we are open and willing to love ourselves. Imagine if the weight would just drop off as a result of those happy actions. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so good. And as we're kind of, I know we could like talk and talk and talk about this, but I also want to talk about, um, on your Instagram one day, you were talking about body neutrality. And I thought that that was a really interesting concept. And I think we're kind of at a good like place to transition into that. And simply because I think that we are helping people recognize and realize that um, the scale doesn't determine your worth. The scale doesn't have to be like losing pounds doesn't have to be your goal. But in the grand scheme of things, we have so many people that are following both of us on social media because we're health and fitness coaches. And we have people who are listening to this podcast who do want to see some sort of change in their body and have are seeking that confidence, seeking that um, comfortability when they put their clothing on and all the things. So like, talk to us a little bit more about your your like vision around that and how you help clients work through that and how you work through that yourself and this whole concept of body neutrality and what that is. (laughs) Yeah. So body neutrality, my perspective on this is that body neutrality is ultimately that gray area that we don't allow ourselves to get to. And what Mm -hmm. I mean by that is we assume that health and happiness is black or white. Mm -hmm. And that food freedom is black or white, but food freedom and body neutrality and self-love and body acceptance 
is a gray area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the most beautiful thing about that is no two gray areas look the same. And so when it comes to Mm -hmm. achieving body neutrality with yourself, the conversation is a three-part conversation. And I believe it starts like this. I witness and fully accept who I was and where I've been. Mm -hmm. I witness and accept, fully accept um, who I am right now. And I witness and accept who I am and where I'm going. And it, it really becomes that this acceptance is a journey more mm-hmm. than it is a destination. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, yes, I think, I think there is something to be said when it comes to having goals and maybe wanting to, wanting to achieve something physically. Um, I think looking better and feeling better go hand in hand, but if the feeling better isn't there, what is looking better really worth? Yes. I love that. That is so, oh, that's so good. And I love how you said accepting yourself in all different phases of your life and viewing that as like the priority first, because I, I've been getting a lot into just like, um, the law of attraction and the things that we like bring into our life. And along those lines and what you said there, you have to kind of point out and say that if you're not currently, um, accepting who you are, then who are you to think that you're going to be accepting of someone you're going to be three months from now? And, and the likelihood of you feeling, feeling those feelings, thinking thoughts that aren't good about yourself and just feeling frustrated and icky in your life. It's, you're going to feel frustrated and icky regardless because you're holding on to those feelings, holding on to those vibes and attracting that into your life, no matter what, what part you're in. So going and focusing on the feeling first is such a good piece of advice. And sure, you can focus on, you can, you can have a goal to make physical changes, but you're still going to, you make those physical changes. If you don't fix what's in the head, fix what's in your mindset, you're going to be like old Chelsea, the one who stepped on the scale and weighed five pounds lighter, but felt the exact same way because I didn't fix my mindset. I just constantly wanted that more, more, more physical change. Yeah. Which ties into weight loss is almost like the chase of this proverbial there. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. I ask my clients, where is there? Tell me what there is. Yeah. And, And once we start to deepen that conversation, it's, it evolves into things that need to be changed before X, Y, Z thing occurs. Mm-hmm. And at the same note, it's, it's really, we have to have this awareness that you're not a problem to be fixed. You're mm-hmm. a person to be loved. And if you can't do that now, how will you do that then? Yeah. Or, or how is there really going to fix that or teach you how to do that? It's not what teaches you how to do that is the process. And mm-hmm. I know it's so cliche, the whole trust the process thing, but you have to have respect for the process because that's where the magic happens. And it's those mm-hmm. little light bulb moments and it clicks moments on the way that add up to massive change. Yeah. And I think the biggest takeaway from all of this, like this amazing conversation that we're having is just that that whole fact that we have to start, we have to start on the inside first, and then the changes will come on the outside as a byproduct. Like that is just like, so incredible. And I just, 
love this. I love all of this. So the next thing I want to ask you about, and honestly, like this is more of like a general question, but I just think that you are a freaking like epic and awesome and such like energized human. And I, I have to tell you guys, if you don't already follow Kelsey, I will say this at the end as well too on Instagram, you got to go follow her. She is like the most motivating and just like exciting and she's one of the people where you scroll through social media, she lifts you up. And I feel like social media is a place where you kind of get pulled down a little bit sometimes. And you're, you're feeling like bad about your body or feeling like you should be living like someone else, but you are absolutely not one of those people. And I want to point that out. And I want to talk to you about your energy. And because I think that so many people would crave for the energy that you have for life and where that all comes from, how you, how you like motivate yourself to like be energized for every single day, because I don't think I've ever seen you a day, not like show up in some fun way. Even when you were sick on your trip in in Bali, you're still showing up. I'm like, look at this girl. So tell me, tell me where that comes from and tell me like, give, give us some advice for how to like show up that energized every, every single day, every freaking day. Uh, it's so funny that you bring that up. I, I joke. <laughs> I actually joked with Megan about this, that uh-huh. I did a coaching call that morning that I got that IV with my, <laughs> with my row breaker method group. But I told them, I'm like, y'all, I might need to pause this video and, and bounce out of here, which I did. I had to run to the toilet, but, oh um, gosh, but you know, life, <laughs> life, life happens. Um, so background real quick for you guys. She just got back from a vacation in Bali and she got really sick while she was there for like two days. Right. So that's why we're talking about this, but I'm like, she was still showing up. She's still energized. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, it's a mindset more than anything. And this really came Mm -hmm. about in my journey. And it's something that I will continue to do for the rest of my life. And that is Mm -hmm. mindset work. I Mm -hmm. I'm at a point in my life where mindset work trumps everything else. Um, I will miss a workout. I really don't try to miss my mindset work because it keeps me in a headspace and reminds me of my big why which Mm -hmm. is living a purposeful life, which is making an impact, which is being different in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. And when I say that, you know, it sounds really cliche, but we all are our own unique person. And, and I always joke that my energy is either on or like all the way on, like (laughs) I don't really have an (laughs) off switch. Um, that's, that's a great way to put it. I, I could definitely describe you that way. It's either on or all the way. On. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, too good. So I think, um, it really, it really boils down to, I'm either going to do this thing or I'm not, and I'm either going to believe my, in myself or I'm not. And what makes me feel better? What lights up my soul? I already know what it feels like to put myself down and to hide away and shy away from the things that can, can make life better, but I'm not willing to compromise there anymore. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I think it's really just having that, that realness with yourself and and real, really understanding that I'm, I don't want to compromise on my dreams. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to go backwards. I have Mm -hmm. one choice and it's forward and it's, it's focused and it's not, if it happens, it's when it happens. Mm -hmm. And again, just, just trusting in the process. I trust that 
that what I'm doing is in alignment with why I'm here and I'm living in my purpose every single day. Yeah. And you show it. You absolutely show it. Gosh. And I love that you brought that up because this is something that I've been talking about on my social media a lot lately, just kind of really sitting in that whole idea of like, what's it worth to like live a mediocre and average filling life? Like, and I'm not saying like mediocre and average in regard to like income or in regard to like social status or anything like that. I'm saying just like mediocre and average in regard to like your aspirations and dreams for yourself. I was just on a live in one of my Facebook communities not that long ago today talking about dreaming your dreams or actually freaking living them. Like you don't, you can live your dreams. I think it's just so often like, like I hate those statements when people are like, oh, that's what a dream. Like, oh, in in my dreams. Oh, I wish. And I'm like, why in your dreams? Why not in your life. Like, I just think that the way you said that correlates so well with that. And just that whole idea that why not show up living, living the life of your dreams instead of wishing that you could have it. So you, you without a doubt show up that way. And I absolutely love it. It's incredible. Honestly, I think if I had to take that back and, and attest that to anything, it would be how passionate I was about overcoming my food and body issues. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. knew that had to happen. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something I was just thinking about anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say it was, it was an uphill battle for a couple of years, but it was an uphill battle. I was moving Mm -hmm. forward. I was progressing out of it. And being on the other side of that, I think has proven to me that the sky's the limit and I can achieve anything that I put my mind to. And, and really just recognizing that inside of every single one of us, we don't give ourselves enough credit, quite frankly, Chelsea, like we no. don't give ourselves <laughs> enough credit. We inside, really don't. Inside of us, it's just like so much untapped potential. And when you get a taste of that, girl. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I know. That's why we're so passionate, I think, about screaming it to people because we've gotten the taste and it's like, y'all need to get over here. <laughs> like, Drink like, the Kool-Aid. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's so true. Like when you get a taste of it and when you start to like feel like like that, when you start to tap into that potential, you're like, holy freaking shit. Like th- it's happening. Like, like it's not, like you said a second ago, like it's not if it's happening, it's when it's happening. It's that that exact mindset shift. Oh, I love that. So as we kind of like, oh, I'm like fired up now. I need to go like go for a run after this or something. Got um, you all in I, your feels now. I know cool. you do. You do my best work. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely are. Um, so as we kind of like finish this up. And I mean, obviously there have been like 100 takeaways in this episode for our listeners. Um, and this can be a hard one. What would be like your number one piece of advice to someone who has, who is stuck in that weight loss obsession and really trying to like break free and be living for the health and the happiness and those things versus that number on the scale? Mm, That's a powerful one. I want to keep it really simple and just say, believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Believe that you aren't powerless to that scale. Believe you hold the power, Mm -hmm. the energies inside of you. Believe the potential to succeed is already there. 
all you have to do is uncork that bottle. <laughs> Love it. Pop oh. that bottle. Pop that bottle. Oh, it was so, so good. So last thing is a question, that piece of advice, I think anybody can take that and just pop that bottle. No one's going to forget that. That should be a quote card on this, yeah. for this I'm podcast. On <laughs> send, that that. To, send that to my VA right now. Yes. <laughs> okay. So this is just a fun question that I always like to ask all of my guests. And that is just like, what does damn happy, damn healthy mean to you in your life? So I just like to kind of preface it with like, there is a difference, at least in my world, being happy and healthy or being damn happy and damn healthy. So like, what does that look like for you? And I, we've already gotten some of that already, but just kind of summarize that for us as we kind of finish things up here. Awesome. Love this question. (laughs) I think damn happy, damn happy, damn healthy to me means enough is enough. You've drawn that line in the sand and you will not, you refuse to not settle for anything less than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another you're just you're just like one with words. This is perfect. I couldn't 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 have said it any better. And that is the truth. That's exactly what it means to me just in someone else's words. And I think that it's really cool to hear other people's perspective on that. So that's why I always like to ask that question. So, ha. Huh. So many good takeaways in this episode. We were like, that was a fired up conversation. I'm like, so sweating fired up. Bit. Yeah, I know. And that's, that's, that's when you know it's good. And yeah, that's, that's when you know. And if you're sure. listening to this back, like if you're sweating in your seat, it's like, that's when you know it means something to you. Yeah. Right? And that's, just- that's when you know that it's this, this was a powerful moment for you in your life. So we hope you guys enjoyed this, but before we pop off, I want Kelsey to tell us where we can find you. So tell us your Instagram, if that's like the most prevalent place, or if you have like a Facebook community or something, let's, let's hear. So we, and I'll put it in the show notes as well too, you guys, if you're listening. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys can find me on Instagram at Kelsey Mead underscore. I do have a Facebook group, uh, open community. It's the tribe of badass babes or something like that. You can just search it on Facebook <laughs> and find me or stalk me on Facebook. I have a website. It's currently under construction. So, um, for the time being, find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram. I'm out there just trying to help people live their best lives, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. And if you want, if you want a little energy in in your day, then this is a must. Like go follow her right now. (laughs) She will lift you up. I can promise you that. So thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you, Kelsey, from the bottom of my heart for joining us on the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. We appreciate you and all the value that you gave us today. And we just can't wait to have you back sometime. Awesome. Thank you, Chelsea. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.